Hey everyone, my name's Josh. And my name's Will. And you're listening to The Standpoint Podcast. The show where we voice our standpoint. On everything health, fitness and lifestyle. We hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty, crew, welcome back to The Standpoint Podcast for another Thursday episode. Yeah, so today we'll just be uh, having a bit of a chat about things that are going on in our life. Mm, life events. Uh, just things that have been, uh, yeah, been happening, happening in the past few Nothing weeks. exciting. Nah, no. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, no, well, pretty exciting start to the week, I suppose. So it was Will's birthday on Monday. So happy birthday, Will! Thanks, mate. Mm. Mm. How was that? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. It was um, a little bit awkward, actually. Had to like look after the crèche on on the Monday, mm. and because um, of school holidays, like mm-hmm. our crèche staff, she um, yeah has like a few other jobs as well. And obviously, over school holidays, they get quite busy. And she was, um, anyway, she was away, and I had to take the crèche. And I walked into the to the office and I was like, oh, like no one knows it's my birthday. Mm. And I don't really like a lot of, I don't love the spotlight in that way. Mm-hmm. Like I do like the spotlight and you'd probably attest to that. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's different. I know what you're saying. It's just very different. And anyway, I was like, I've walked in. I'm like, all right, like this is good. Mm. And anyway, everyone's like, oh, like how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I just ran. So I was all like puffed out and sweaty. And yeah. Anyway, so I've come in and... um like class is about to start I'm about to start the crash, and then one of the trainers messages in like the group chat being mm. like happy birthday Will hope you have a great day yeah and I was like oh no and then like two of our other staff came in and they were like oh like happy birthday made like a big deal yeah and then I had about all the people that were doing the class obviously came in to wish me happy birthday mm. and I just felt it's, it's just, just awkward it's isn't such it? like a weird feeling because yeah. I feel like there's only so many thing like there's only so many times you can say what you're doing for your birthday yeah yeah yeah. and i didn't really have anything planned it was more spontaneous and like more sporadic kind of thing yeah not like a than, big milestone or anything yeah so. exactly like 23 is not really yeah a massive you know milestone birthday as you mentioned so yeah anyway so then um yeah <laughs> so i just felt a little bit out of whack there no but, it is um, funny because it's like some people like you know birthday coming up they make sure you know about it like yeah. a week two weeks in advance and it's like their birthday week blah, blah blah and then other people it's just like you could completely pass them by and they wouldn't have said anything like yep. i'm the same as well i i don't know i just uh i don't know find birthdays weird like it's great like happy birthdays you know but it's just yeah i don't know it's I, one of those awkward things yep i agree and like you said like you got all these people coming up saying happy birthday it's like thanks yeah yeah it's like that's, you what'd know. you get me yeah <laughs> um on that note, I did get Will some socks. Yep, yeah, for your birthday. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, appreciate that. Four pairs of socks. Yeah, so pretty, um, pretty special gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. They are actually really nice socks. They're mm, um expensive for socks. running. We use um. I actually use prefer. Um, what's the toe sock brand? Uh, in Inji or, or something. Yeah, mm, toe so socks. I, I like those ones. The toe socks and the other ones are light feet is what Josh got me. So mm. they're like, a, they've essentially got more padding. They're designed by podiatrists and they've got more padding on the forefoot and the back foot of the heel. Mm. And um, basically, yeah, they've just got, yeah, they're just a better sock to run in. They're a bit thicker, more comfortable, prevent like uh, blisters and things mm-hmm. like that. So so if you're having trouble with running and you're getting sore feet, maybe you need to change your socks. Yeah. And changing shoes is a huge one too. Mm. So yeah. You did buy new shoes lately as well. Yeah. Did you talk about that on the other episode? Mm, I did a little bit, but it was more like the technology and shoes that have changed. Mm. is just ridiculous. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we sort of mentioned that in one of the previous podcasts about just footwear in general. Mm. But yeah, definitely like getting something comfortable for your foot makes a massive difference. Yeah. Mm. But um, do you know what's the most I feel? I didn't have it done to me on my birthday, but I feel like what's the most awkward <laughs> thing <laughs> about your birthday? What? Is when people sing happy birthday yeah. to you. Couldn't think of anything fucking worse. Yeah, like fucking I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, what do you do? You just kind of like sit, sit there, there for and 30 seconds yeah. real awkwardly. <laughs> You know, and you're just kind of looking around and then, you know, there's people, you know, family and friends, especially mm-hmm. if it's a big gathering. If, but even worse is when you're doing it in public. So if you're going out for dinner oh. at a restaurant and you got all these other people staring at you. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, nah. And then the other people typically join in. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's nothing better. <laughs> And then there's always that. There's always the one one bloke. Typically, if it is a family gathering and there's been a few beverages involved, the, the you know one uncle who's hip hip. <laughs> there's always that. Always the one who does you know kicks it off. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Honestly, cannot think of anything worse. Oh, and then that same uncle would be uh, you know you're blowing out the candles <laughs> and they're like, how many girlfriends do you have, Will? And like uh, you take three blows to blow them out and they're like, oh three. Oh. Don't cut the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't cut the bottom of the cake. Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. No, birthdays are great. No, yeah. They are good, but I feel like I just I prefer celebrating someone else's birthday than mm. celebrating my own. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just all good. I'm all right. I'm lucky because my birthday is very close to Christmas, so it just mm. sort of gets blown over a bit. Yeah, that pisses you off as a kid, though. Not as a kid. Oh, as a kid, yes. Yeah. Like, it's like, obviously, <laughs> when you're younger, you love birthdays. Yeah. Like, you know, load me up with the presents. <laughs> now, it's, you know, nowadays, you know, you get a bit older, it's, yeah, just less of a big deal. So, it's just like, sort of forget about it. It's great. Yeah. But, um, no, I agree. I feel like I was talking to Ollie this morning and he was saying, as soon as you kind of hit 21, it's like, from there, I feel yeah, like no birthdays. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Like, so. yeah, no, you know, and then you do the big milestones, but really it's just a big excuse to get a piss up with all your mates and all your family, like your 30th, your yeah, honestly. 40, 50. Yeah, you make uh, it till then. Mm. Uh, well, there you go. What about uh, anything else this week? Or what did you do for your birthday? Uh, so I went to a winery, went to Pike and Joyce. Oh, yeah. Up in the Adelaide Hills, really, mm. really nice winery up there. If you guys live in Adelaide and you enjoy your Riesling, mm. we'd highly recommend you go up there. And then the other one was Ashton Hills vineyard i think it's called vineyard sorry um and that's they do they actually made like a limited edition riesling up there um i like rieslings and white wine in summer mm, warmer weather. yeah like warmer weather i don't know do you drink red wine red wine i can't get my words out today red wine in um summer or not yeah. really no typically i do yeah, yeah. like i'll more just yeah more just a red wine drinker i, just, I don't know whites like they're okay they just don't do just don't do much for me. Yeah. So I don't know. Prefer like, I feel reds are good in winter, but mm. then, yeah, white's definitely in summer. Something nice and chilling. Yeah. I mean, when it's, yeah, like a hot 30 degree day, but like still, I don't know. I just still enjoy it. I just drink it slower, I suppose. Yeah. It's just one of those things. But yeah, I don't know. Bringing that up though, like just talking about the warmer weather, mm. um, actually just randomly came up, but it, something that I've started this week, really random. Mm. I've actually put a lot of thought into this for a while, but I've started taking cold showers. I've already, I've been doing that too. That's so Have weird. You? Yeah. Since a minute when? at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Did same. You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? I do the same thing. Well, it's, there you go. It's um, one of the guys that I follow. Oh, he, he says like, it's a mental toughness thing. And he's mm. basically, that's half the reason why I do it. 
other half is because um, supposedly it flushes all the, the blood out of mm-hmm. your, your skin and it pushes yeah. it all to your organs mm-hmm. and then, oh, so your muscles Correct. as well. And yeah. then it like, yeah, lets it flow back out and you get flat like, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, the Ugh. actual science behind, uh, you know, uh, cold therapy. Yeah, yeah well, you know, I'm doing it for the research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, so obviously, like, there's cold therapy and heat therapy, and your body has the or produces these things known as like cold shock proteins and heat shock proteins, and that. Obviously, there is there is actually a lot of research behind them um, as to the benefits, and there's lots of different benefits. But um, I think it's more so purely one of those things where it's just like, and there's actually been a lot of study done into like the cold therapy and why it is good for you and that. And a lot of people know it, but it's more, it's just like one of those things. It's like people just don't implement it because it's just, it's not the most appetizing. Yeah. It doesn't sound amazing, but I got to admit, like, I don't know, just, I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do it. Like there's nothing sounds worse than just getting into a cold shower. Yeah. But like you said, when you start off like really slow and and steady, like I just had my normal shower, like nice warm shower. And then at the end, started at like 60 seconds. I just put it a little bit colder. Oh, do you go a little bit colder at a time? I started off like that. Don't just go full bore coldness. Oh, no, I go full nah. bore coldness. See, I feel like that's where people struggle because it's just like, nah. if you're just like, I'm going to have a cold shower and they just p- jump into negative three degree nah, water. No, like, oh, sorry. Nah, keep going. I'll say what I do is I get in and it's like a nice warm shower mm, mm. and then I'll be like three, two, Turn one, go, bang, and I just flick it and that's nah. it. Okay, so the reason like I've gotten into it is more so because of like the Wim Hof style of method. I don't know if you heard much about that. Yeah, I've got actually a, a whole book on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. Back to back. The uh, Wim Hof method. Well, like, I'll explain it. I won't <laughs> explain it that much, but Wim Hof is basically someone who's, he's like a freak of nature and um, he's got this method which is about breathing, cold therapy, um, and then like meditation and that as well. But um, basically he has, like he's climbed Mount Everest in a pair of shorts. He's hold a whole bunch of records for being under ice for the longest amount of time possible all this sort of stuff yeah but there was this what he talks about is being able to control his immune system mm. um purely through his uh breathing and like cold therapy that he does and there's been studies conducted on him where basically scientists have injected him with like flu symptoms and everything and generally what happens is you get injected with this you show you start showing like symptoms of the flu blah blah, blah. they just but, put it inside of you yeah yeah but what he's been able to do is show that he's controlled his nervous system essentially to basically fight off that disease so he didn't get any of those symptoms whatsoever and so like you know the scientists said you know you must just be like a freak of nature like it must be genetic and like you know it's just you yeah and then what they went on to do further in the study was they got 12 random individuals which he trained in the space of two days and then they all managed to do the same thing so it's just really interesting and there's been like heaps of research and heaps of testimonials on the stuff that he does but um so it's just yeah it's just something that I thought I'd just give it a go. But I just, again, it's one of those things. I just don't think people do it where it is quite widely known, mm. but it's just not, doesn't sound like the greatest thing in the see world. see it on Instagram all the time. And yeah. is that guy, Woffman, whatever he's called, is he um, from Tools of Titans? He is, isn't he? He's in From there. Tim Ferriss' book. He is in there, yeah. Yeah, because I remember reading about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I do it more for, it's more mental. And to be honest, I did it after my marathon mm. and I did feel a lot better afterwards because I just feel mm. like it just flushes you out. I so think, normally yeah, when I do it, I go warm shower, nice and like nice shower, regular mm-hmm. temperature. And then I'll just be like three, two, one flick. Yeah. Like, I can't think about it too much. Just got to mm. flick it. And then I'll just have like a 
freezing cold shower for a minute. And right, then so during that like 60 seconds, are you like really cold though? No, like I'm just focused on my breathing. Yeah. Like so that's, that's all I do. So that's the biggest thing. Like yeah. I feel like what I've done is, see, I've eased into it and it's just like slowly turned the warm off a little bit more and more and more and then it just gets cold. I feel like this sums you and I up yeah. so much. You just I'm dive just straight like, in. fucking let's go. And you're just like, oh no, we'll do it like properly. We'll take and, the steps. Yeah, we'll take the, the steps. necessary steps. Like yeah. we get an Ikea bench, like I'll just be like, oh fuck it, this goes here. And I'll get Josh the... will be like, the instructions are there, mate. Well, like, that probably brings up a good point because like, Will and I have done like a few escape rooms with our partners <laughs> and you know, basically you do an escape room and it's like, if, if you don't know what an escape room is, you walk out and there'll be, you walk in, there's a whole bunch of clues and you have to try and solve them to sort of unlock the locks and get through the room, blah, blah, blah. So basically what we do is we walk into this escape room and we'll just go straight to the padlock and start trying to unlock it. <laughs> so four digit code and he'll just start spinning numbers where, you know, the rest of us will be sitting there going through all the clues on the wall. So, um, yeah, I guess you're right. It does sum us up a little bit. Yeah. Then we kind of work backwards. The three digit ones are easy. You just kind of start at zero and you just work your way up. Mm. And then, yeah, like four digits, like, yeah, you've been <laughs> for a while. <laughs> anyway, getting a bit off topic there. But, yeah, if you are, if anyone's interested in trying cold shower, I, I do recommend it. I do feel really good afterwards, mm. like you were saying. You feel refreshed. You do. And I think it's one of those things as well. I think before doing it, I was sort of like... I can't believe you do it. Yeah, it's so weird because I was like, oh, like I do it. Mm. I started, I reckon, three weeks, like two, yeah, three weeks Yeah, I reckon ago. I'm probably thinking about it for like a month as well. Yeah. That's funny. But um, yeah, it's just, I think one of those things you think like, oh, no, this is going to be freezing. Like it's going to be shit. But it's actually not that bad. And what I've found weird is like, you know, when like you can have like a really hot shower, you get out and you're mm. sort of still a bit cold. Yeah. I was expecting to like finish with a cold shower and be freezing. No, you're but you're, you're the exact yeah. same. Yeah. Like it doesn't change that much. But yeah, anyway, interesting yeah. thing for sure. Yeah. No, I think the reason why I got into it was the guy that I felt that does running was mm. saying that he does like a cold shower and he does it for the benefits of like it flushes out all the blood from his muscles yeah. and then it comes back through. No, I definitely have read that. And then um, the other one was just like mental toughness. And I reckon I read that in a different book and it was basically saying oh, i can't remember what it was exactly but basically it was like you're giving yourself pleasure by going in the shower mm. and then if you go in the shower like that's pleasurable and then like you should do something to combat it so you're not always going in the shower so it's mm. kind of like a mental preparation thing mm, that's rough um but yeah that's i reckon it was like an army guy could have been david goggins or someone yeah not too fair sure. enough although even with that as well like you're coming from like a running point of view as well it's probably similar to thinking like you know it's like it's easy to run you know to a degree when yeah. the weather's warm yeah and it's nice weather as soon as it starts to rain uh, your whole mindset sh can shift yeah so you do need that like wet shoes yeah like you cool. do need that that you know in the back of your mind that it's yeah. like still have to do this yeah you know you can't let the weather get in the way yeah that's it for sure and the water is so much colder in winter than it is in summer oh yeah 100%. Like, yeah, those pipes are fucking freezing in mm. winter. They're nice. They're not too bad in summer. In summer, because it's 30 degrees outside, like you get in the shower, it's like, oh, this it's is kind nice. kind of a nice thing, yeah. 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 But yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Um, another thing I was going to bring up as well, only because I've heard a few people talking about it this week, and it's like we actually haven't discussed it much on the podcast. We did a little bit, but it's more like COVID-19. Um, so coronavirus, so, you know, touched on it briefly, but... Obviously, like, we're pretty lucky here in SA because it's, like, it's pretty much non-existent. Yeah. You know, I'd say we're almost back to normal other than, like, you know, obviously you can't stand up and drink and you can't dance and that's about it because otherwise you'll get coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, obviously things are getting more and more normal here. 
But just like the way that it's being dealt with, I guess, across the state and even just like even here in SA, how it's like they still have those restrictions in place. Like, do you think it's like, I don't know, a little bit silly still or? Like, I think... Because, you know, obviously go back six, oh, what was it? Like maybe yeah, four or five months ago. Yeah. And everyone was shitting themselves and it's mm. like, yeah, go into lockdown, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, no one really gives a fuck about yeah, coronavirus yeah, yeah. anymore. Honestly. Like it's getting a bit old. Yeah, like, I agree. It's 2019. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think... um. Uh, I think it's really like you, it's almost too complicated to answer in a sense. Like I, the way I see it from both sides is like obviously we've got zero cases, mm. and then if someone like in New Zealand was to contract it one way, mm. these rules could technically still keep us safe and us be able to control the spread. Yeah. But then the other one, the other side of looking at it is we've got no cases. Yeah. You know, but then. I definitely see the whole point of, you know, New Zealand had no cases for 90 days mm. and then sporadically they had, you know, X amount of cases Just pop popped up. up. Yeah. So I think... Well, it's interesting though because like even in Europe and that they're going through like the second wave of it now as well mm-hmm. and like cases are really starting to spike again. But with that said, testing's gone through the roof now. Obviously, everyone knows about it. So testing's gone right up. But then like the death rates have gone like really, really dropped as well. And I think, again, it's probably just because more people have tested. Yeah. So it's like we found out more people are positive. And I think you're sort of finding that it is not as deadly a disease. Obviously, it's still quite an issue and whatever. But I think maybe initial concerns as opposed to now. Yeah. It's changed a lot. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I guess people are just thinking now more of an ec- ec- you know economical standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know how much longer can we keep this shit up to a yeah, degree? Yeah, exactly. I think um, definitely yeah, people are looking at a lot more of the you know, economy and how it's going to be impacted over the next 12 to 18 months, which would be interesting as well. I was talking to a guy about it and we were saying, you know, with JobKeeper and the retail industry hasn't been hit too hard, mm. but, um, you know, JobKeeper's shortened up. You know, they've reeled back in the line a little bit of their payments that they're giving out. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting over the next kind of 12 to 18 months. It is ridiculous like how much, you know, how much money has gone into JobKeeper, Mm -hmm. like billions of dollars. Yeah. And how many people are just on it and Mm. (laughs) unemployed still? Actually talking to one of the members last night and he was saying he's been on JobKeeper for five months and he's in the travel industry. So he yeah. hasn't been working and he's like, it's a groundhog day. Like it's the same thing every day. Mm. You wake up, he's like for five months, I've just been getting up and you know, every fortnight go past go and collect 1500 yeah. bucks. <laughs> like, you know, it's such Big a weird, monopoly. I love that. Yeah. Such a weird, uh, like weird way to be living life, you know? Mm. But I think it's also interesting. I don't really know the statistics, but I feel like a lot of people, I remember talking about it a little bit ago was, um, you know, if you don't get people back into the workforce within a specific time, people become lazy and they really enjoy the lifestyle. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards the opposite. I feel like people get bored. Like there's only so much Netflix you can watch or, Mm. you know, so many games you can play or so many times you can, you know. Yeah. I guess that comes down to the person, but yeah, I mean, you could probably imagine people in Melbourne right now or whatever, like they're probably just itching to get back to work to a degree, like um, being stuck in lockdown for so long or whatever. But like, I know, yeah, I guess some people it suits their lifestyle. Some people, you know, love doing fuck all and yeah. just ride the job keeper wave and others maybe not so much. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting for sure to see how 
yeah, like you said, the next sort of towards the end of this year. And mm. yeah, even just things like that as well. I heard read on the news the other day, they're saying like, like start your Christmas shopping now because of COVID, like obviously so much shit has gone out of stock Yeah, that they're like, true. they don't think there'll be enough like supply for Christmas oh for like, you God. know, like presents yeah. and all that sort of shit. So yeah, Santa this year got you a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, Santa, I owe you. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny. It's just like, I think it's just funny to see how big a deal it was six months ago to now where it's like people are just like, yeah, careless. Yeah, honestly, people are very, uh, very over it. Mm. Um, I think the media had a big thing to do with it as well. Yeah, but even they've like a, like, like I said, just sort of watching the news. Like I barely see it come up on the yeah. news anymore. No, they don't earn money from uh, advertising it anymore. It's mm. no longer a hot topic. Yeah, legit. Yeah, but um, speaking of though, I was mentioned Netflix before. Have you seen the playbook, Coach's Playbook? Mm. I watched the first one the other week, the yeah. other day when I it was it released. Last night came oh, out. Cool. Yeah, so. New doco series. Yeah. So basically it's, you know, these famous coaches and they all coach, you know, high end athletes um, and they just share like their, their life principles. Mm. Um, so, you know, normally it's about three to four yeah. um, principles yeah. and yeah, I watched the one with Doc Rivers Yeah, and he's a basketball coach who coached the uh, Boston Celtics to a, to a, uh, to a ring. Mm. And yeah, former coach of the LA Clippers as well. Mm-hmm. He actually just left yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not oh. sure if he got sacked or if he left, but either or. Obviously, yeah. they're out of the playoffs now and yeah. he left. But yeah, no, definitely a really interesting uh, documentary for sure. Like you said, just like basically people who have experienced the highs and lows of like high-level competition sports and just dealing with like some of the best athletes in the world and they were just giving their perspective. Um, yeah, I found it really interesting, mm. especially that Doc Rivers episode. Yeah. What was? Did you watch any other ones? Um, I did watch the second episode as well. That was with Jill Ellis and she was the coach of the um, women's USA football team, mm. soccer team. So, um, and yeah, so again, really good episode because that was, um, you know, so the Doc Rivers episode, he talked about some of the different teams he's, and some of the adversity that he's been through and like the highs and lows. And um, Jill Ellis was sort of just like basically coach of one of the best teams of all time of any sport basically yeah. um and just like the polar the things that she's learned from you know coaching the best of the best and how to stay that way so she spoke a lot about like um you know how to be a champion but stay a champion yeah okay which is almost tough and she sort of brought up the she brought up an analogy of like mountain tops where there's not much room at the top and the air is really thin and it's like you're you know mountain tops are built so you're like you're not meant to stay up there sort of thing yeah um so it's just like yeah i found that really interesting as well yeah definitely recommend it yeah definitely yeah um, yeah watch the doc rivers one i think be interesting to see there's a soccer coach on there um i'm not too sure yeah that guy yeah um yeah his name was on the tip of my tongue Mm. and yeah he um i thought that'd be interesting because soccer is quite like an egotistical sport from my standpoint before anyone starts grilling me about it but i feel any male sports in general there's just so much you know, egotism going on mm. compared to, I think females are a lot more because they're more of an emotional being. Yeah. Again, this is just my standpoint. Don't have to grill me about it because I feel like someone will. But um, I feel like women typically, you know, they get along a little bit better and they're, mm. they're kind of in it for more of the team. Well, I yeah. feel like a lot of males can be quite, you know, um, 
all egotistical and then like yeah like it's it's for me I'm yeah. like I want to show that I'm the alpha well that was like interesting in the the Doc Rivers episode how he you know talked about coaching the Boston Celtics and yeah. they when Garnett. they had the big three yeah it Pierce Rondo and uh, oh no sorry Allen and Garnett mm-hmm. and um yeah, like he, that was like his initial concern was, you know, it was great to get those three players, but he's like, he's got three star players. Yeah. Not, th- you know, three amazing team players. Mm-hmm. And his whole, you know, coaching philosophy was about making the team as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think he mentioned the word, um, can't pronounce it wrong, but un, Ubuntu. Yeah. Or something like that. Umbunta. Something like that. Yeah. But um, there's a word that he learned. Um, and it basically, yeah, means like, I can't remember what it means, but it was something like... Um, essentially, from what I remember, was um, like you're not as strong. You're only as strong as your teammates. Yeah, so like a per- I think he said a person is a person through another, another person. Another human. Yeah. Um, like if you're better, I'm going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is so true. Yeah. And I think that's like, yeah, just definitely resonated a lot. And it's like he said that's just everything in life. And he's like, you can have the best player on the team. But if he doesn't lift the other players up, then that's not going to be a successful team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's just so much yeah that can be taken from that into life. But yeah, I highly, highly recommend just checking out that documentary. I think They're quite quick as well. They're only 30 minutes. Mm. Like it's really quite an easy watch. Yeah. And it's like, like, even though it's sort of all about sporting coaches and whatnot, but I think the whole idea of it was like how their coaching philosophies and principles translate into mm-hmm. everyday life. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think people would take a lot from it. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, no, wrapped up a little bit in that episode just then. Yeah. That's, that's bit not of a, bad. Bit of a chat. Bit of a chat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. So, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, bit over the shop, but uh, yeah, hopefully you can take something away from it. Definitely recommend, if you're still listening right now, sharing the episode. Yeah. On because Instagram. we will be doing a giveaway. Yeah. Um, so tag at Standpoint Podcast and we'll announce what we're giving away next Thursday's episode. We can see the stats and we know you're listening. And we're having a lot of you come up to us telling us that you're listening and saying you really enjoyed the episode. But if you did really enjoy it, we'd love if you shared it on Instagram. Yeah. Get so around it. Giveaway next Thursday. We'll mention it on the show. And we'll uh, catch you on Monday's episode. All right, guys. See you Peace soon. Out.